0: John is called to heaven and he saw praise and worship what is your praise and your worship is it an eternal lifestyle that pleases God after all according to Revelation 4 and 11 we are told that we were created to praise and to worship God This is Apostle Charles of Charles George Missions, and...
1: And this is Stephanie Wright. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 8 in our series, Revelation Expectations, and the title of today's message is, John is called to heaven. We are going to the throne and to the one who has authority and power for what is from the beginning, for what is now, and for what will be. We are reminded to be ready in Revelation chapter 1, verse 3, for the time is at hand. The book of Revelation is about Jesus and how he delays his return because he loves us. If you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, now would be a good time to get to know him and to give your life to him. As a reminder, we finished the first three chapters covering the seven churches that Jesus sent messages to through John. Chapters 2 and 3 are not only for the historical churches, but they are for us to take a close look at our relationship with Jesus because we are now moving to the seat of authority and power. This is where the power will proceed from to do what must be done, which we will learn about in chapters 5 through 18. I'm going to start out with verse 1 in chapter 4 of Revelation. After this, I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard, like the sound of a trumpet, spoke to me and said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after these things. John has been caught up to heaven immediately before the throne of God. In some Bibles, with red letter, the first voice John hears is Jesus. His voice is like a trumpet. It is loud and commanding John to attention, to come see the things in the future, which must come after the things shown John concerning the seven churches, which we studied in verses one in chapters one through three. John heard the same voice in Revelation chapter one, verses 10 and 11. And again, John heard this same voice in Revelation chapter 1, verses 12 through 16. John is brought to heaven before the throne of all power and authority. And finally, let's look at that word door in chapter 4, verse 1. We are reminded that Jesus is the door. He was the door to heaven for John, and he is the door to heaven for all who receive him. John chapter 10, verse 9.
0: Well, in verse 2, we are told by his testimony, that is the testimony of John of what he saw. He said, at once I was in the spirit and behold, a throne stood in heaven with one seated on the throne. So we see here that John had to be in the spirit in order to be invited into the throne room of God where God is dwelling and is supreme. He's invited to hear, see and experience the supreme scene headquarters of God, and he was called there to experience and observe the hierarchy of heaven. John had what I would call a pre-resurrection or a rapture experience. He saw the dominant royalty of God in his throne, but not the throne of judgment. He only saw the throne of sovereign government, authority, sovereign majesty, sovereign power, and the sovereign creator God. According to Colossians, the first chapter, verses 16 and 17, we are going to paraphrase this. We see it is written, The sovereign God creator is before all, before all things, and all things in him are held together because all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether they are thrones or other thrones or dominions or rulers. Or authorities, all were created through him for him. Now, what I did was read those verses in reverse. I read 17, and then I read 16. Go back and read that word. Therefore, God's sovereign elements are discovered by John in heaven as it's supposed to be on earth. Thank you, Charles. Now, in verse 3,
1: it reads, And he who sat there appeared like a jasper stone and a sardius stone, And encircling the throne, there was a rainbow that looked like emerald. There are many interpretations of what these stones represented. The Amplified Bible says these stones represent royalty. Matthew Henry Commentary says the jasper is a transparent stone that reflects a variety of vivid, bright colors. I see these stones as showing God's majesty, supremacy, as well as royalty. The rainbow represents a covenant, as in the covenant with Noah after the flood, that the world would not be destroyed by rain and flood. The rainbow also represents life and hope, the same life and hope we have in Christ through his resurrection and our resurrection to new
0: life through him. Now we will examine what John saw in the lesser hierarchy, roles of 24 thrones, 24 elders who were clothed in fine linen and who had divine golden crowns. I'll read this verse four. Around the throne were 24 thrones and seated on the thrones were 24 elders. They were clothed in white garments with golden crowns on their heads. Please note that John did not see God wearing a crown. Who could crown God? He swears by himself because no one else is able to do what he did. No one else is able to do what he does and no one else is able to do what he will do. However, John did later see Jesus with many crowns. Will you get a crown? However, moving on, It is God who ordains and appoints thrones, mantles of white raiment and clothing, and crowns. It is God who crowns and exalts and promotes his lesser heavenly beings. He adorns them with his authority and purity. In his righteousness, he crowns saints and servants with incorruptible and glorious heavenly crowns.
1: Moving to verse 5. From the throne came flashes of lightning and sounds and peals of thunder. Seven lamps of fire were burning in front of the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Power is demonstrated through the flashes of lightning and sounds and peals of thunder. The seven lamps of fire are the seven spirits of God. The Amplified Bible says a literal translation, perhaps referring to the perfect fullness of the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah chapter 11, verses 2 and 3 list the seven spirits. The first is the spirit of the Lord or his holiness. Second, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and strength, and the spirit of knowledge and of reverential and obedient fear. The seven spirits of God are also mentioned in Revelation chapter three, verse one, in the message at the church at Sardis.
0: In verse six, we read, and before the throne, there was, as it were, a sea of glass like crystal and around the throne on each side of the throne are four living creatures full of eyes in front and behind. It is believed that some scholars uh, translate this as a transparent sea-like glass floor or firmament floor that is in heaven's throne room. We should note that God on the throne radiates brightly as Jasper and Sardis. Stephanie read that already, but those Reflections from God's throne as Jasper and Sardis, stones, reflect onto the rock crystal jeweled transparent floor of his throne. It just seems quite apparent. And John saw four unusual and unique creatures are cherubim. They are viewed by some as God's cherubim agents and they are created to maintain order. They are God's security, forceful angels that replicate God's omniscience because of their many eyes. And they participate in worship with the 24 elders. And you can see that in Revelation 5, verse 8. And they do this with harps and administer prayers of the saints by filling the prayer vials with heavenly incense. They may be lesser, but they do a great work in heaven. Their wings define their ability to minister movements as moved by the Holy Spirit.
1: Okay, moving to verse seven. The first living creature was like a lion. The second creature like an ox. The third creature had the face of a man and the fourth creature was like a flying eagle. Some interpret these creatures as cherubim, as Apostle Charles has already related, and each cherubim has the face of the lion, ox, man, and eagle. Cherubim are not cute little chubby angels. They are described here as having animal-like features and wings. Cherubim were charged with protecting entry into the Garden of Eden. Genesis 3, verse 24. The four faces of the lion, ox, man, and eagle are also interpreted to represent the attributes of God. The lion representing courage, the ox representing labor or diligence, the face of the man, the perfect man, representing prudence and discretion, the eagle representing the speed and power with which God delivers his people. As in Exodus chapter 19 verse 4 and Psalm 63, verse 7.
0: Well, in verse 8, we read, And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and within, and day and night they never cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. I notice that the four creatures have some things in common. They all could walk, they all could see, they all could hear, and they all could make proclamations with voices. They themselves, in unison and compound unity, they have a tendency to praise God on one accord. Here we understand that John saw this and revealed this, because God's heavenly lesser hierarchy, they blend together and fuse together on one accord and worship, and praise God. Remember Jesus told the woman at the well that God seeks those who will worship him and praise him in spirit and in truth. Do we praise God with our lives so that by the time we get to heaven, we'll be so accustomed to it until we immediately fall into worship with the others who are in hierarchy in heaven with God?
1: Moving on to verses 9 and 10. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanksgiving to him who sits on the throne, to him who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne, and they worship him who lives forever and ever, and they throw down their crowns before the throne, saying, And Apostle Charles will cover this next verse. Yes. What does it say?
0: It says there, Worthy are you, O Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created.
1: The creatures praising God day and night provoke the 24 elders to fall down before him who sits on the throne and to worship him. Now that 24-7 is in our time. Praise goes on in heaven all the time. And these 24 elders are praising during that time. Now, who are those 24 elders? Before we answer that question, let's consider this. What does this say about our praise here on earth? Do we praise him? Do we praise the Lord enough? It sounds like we will be able to praise him 24-7 because we will learn in Revelation 22 and 5 that in heaven there will be no need for sleeping, there will be no night. Now back to the 24 elders. Again, there are many interpretations of who these elders are. I believe these elders represent the people who were followers of Christ, those people who will be there before the throne one day. That's you and me. But even if this is not an acceptable interpretation, we know the elders will not be the only ones before God's throne, and I will explain that below. In addition to Revelation 4 and 10, the elders also fall down and worship God in Revelation chapter 19 and verse 4, and in Revelation chapter 11 verse 6. The elders are referenced directly and indirectly numerous times in Revelation chapter 4 verse 4, chapter 5 verse 8, chapter 7, verse 11, chapter 11, verse 16, chapter 14, verse 3, Revelation 19, and verse 4. So we will be referring to them as we continue in this study. Revelation 20 and verse 4a says, Then I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was given by them. So these elders are judges. And there's also reference made to these elders in the book of Daniel, Chapter 7, verse 9, verse 26, and verse 27. Verse 27 says the books opened and finally the kingdom was given to the saints of God. Revelation eleven eighteen says the 24 elders make the announcement of judgment, but it does not clearly say they will be the only ones doing the judging. First Corinthians chapter 6, verses 2 and 3 says the saints shall judge the world and angels. Jude chapter 1 verses 14 and 15 says the Lord will come with 10,000 of his saints and execute judgment on all. And 1 Thessalonians 3.13 says he will come to judgment with all his saints. We also know the 24 elders are not the only ones to sit on the throne for Jesus says to the church of Laodicea, he will grant the overcomer to sit beside me on the throne. Finally, the crowns they wore were won from running the race in this life for Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter nine, verses twenty-four through twenty-seven, and Second Timothy chapter four, verses seven, eight. They gladly relinquish their crowns before the throne of God because they have no need of them. We will have no need of them when we stand before the one true and living King who is the only one worthy to be crowned in glory. Crown him with many crowns. And now Apostle Charles is gonna close this out with verse 11, and I'll read that for you. Verse 11, worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive the glory and the honor and the power for you created all things. And because of your will, they exist and were created and brought into
0: being. Well, thank God for his word today. Yes, if you go back and look at Colossians, first chapter, verses 16 and 17, you will see it replicated in what we saw in verse 11 in some ways. Now, are you ready to accept Jesus in your life and be your Lord and Savior? If you're not, you have this opportunity today. But we want you to accept Jesus. But first, go back and look at some of the studies that we've covered so far. And especially, you will be able to join with those who are in heaven to worship and praise God and receive crowns that you don't want to wear and you don't need anymore. So worthy are you, O Lord and God, to receive the glory and the honor and the power for you created all things. And because of your will, they exist and were created and brought into being. Be blessed and walk with the Lord.
1: Thank you for joining us today. And join us next time. We will be going into chapter five in the book of Revelation. That will be episode nine in Revelation Expectations.
0: (laughs) Be blessed. If you want to contact us or comment on this podcast, please visit our website at cgmissions.com forward slash podcast, where all episodes are available by category and series format. You may also view these episodes on our YouTube channel, the symbol at CG Missions, Inc. or INC. This is Apostle Charles. Until next time. God bless you. Charles George Missions is a
1: 501c3 nonprofit organization. Donations are tax deductible. Donations may be made through our website, cgmissions.com.